This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. I love bacon. It's hard to find somebody who doesn't love bacon. All bacon's good, right? Yeah, but some bacon is next level. And when I talk about next level, I'm talking about right brand bacon. We had so much up here that... The guys on the show were fighting for it. Eddie posted a big case of it that he took home. Right Brand is the number one thick-cut, hand-trimmed, real wood smoked bacon. You just have to try it to believe. So, bacon lovers, do yourself a big favor. Go out and get yourself some Right Brand bacon today. It's time you experience bacon the right way. Canva is awesome for so many reasons, for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across all right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics. Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. Welcome, y'all, to the Best Bits. This is just the bits. I did a special edition of the Best Bits this weekend. It's just with me, you and me talking and catching up on life, basically like two friends, except I'm sitting in my closet talking to myself, you know? Kind of weird, but if you want to check that out, that's on part one. This is part two, and this is just the bits. If you want to get caught up on what happened on the show this week, coming in at number seven, we've got Bobby, who shared his top reasons he's annoyed right now, and he has five of them, okay? There's a lot going on in his life, so if you're annoyed and you just need to hear it from someone else that they're annoyed too, then this segment is for you. Number seven. Uh, let's go around the room. What? Give me one word to describe how you're feeling today. It could be an emotion. I just need a word. Like, What word am I associating with you today, Amy? Tired. Okay, I think we all can relate to that one. Oh, yeah. For Amy's sure. checking in as tired. Ding. Uh, Eddie. Hurting. My head hurts. I don't know why. It hurts. Headache? Yes, it just hurts. Water? Not maybe. Dehydrated? Maybe I need to drink water, not coffee. Could be it. Okay, Eddie's in at, at hurtful. Hurt, hurtful. Ding. <laughs> Lunchbox? Chill. Yeah. That's what I'm Chill. about, man. Do you wake up in a decent mood? Yeah. You do? You, you're not grumpy? Not grumpy. I just get in the shower. Cool. What up? Here we go. Chill. He, he checks in his chill. Wow. chill. Ray, what are you checking in us today? Yeah, get me tired. I'm about four hours behind on the uh, sleep tank. Okay. Ray's checking in as tired. Ding. Okay. And okay. Uh, and I'm checking in as annoyed today. Oh, really? Only to start the show. I made a list of things. 
We can play What's Your Annoyance today. I generally am pretty good. I'm pre- I'm, I'm good. I'm just a little annoyed. Uh, number five of top five. Oh, gosh. Okay. How serious right is this going to get? Well, yeah. We'll see. Like, how not, I'm annoyed. I'm not angry or upset. <laughs> I'm annoyed. Okay. But I got five things I'm annoyed at. Number five, I got a pair of pants on and the zipper won't stay up. Oh. And these are pants that are nice pants. Amy, I, stop looking. What? <laughs> Eddie, that's not a good joke. But I, I can't even see. I'm sitting behind a table. <laughs> Number five. <laughs> the zipper on my pants, will, it only, it, every time I sit or stand, it goes like halfway down. And these are nice pants. And that's annoying. That is annoying. Number four. This morning, as I'm trying to quietly tiptoe around my bedroom as my wife was asleep, we have a new bench at the bottom of our bed. Different size than the other one. And I would understand, and I do understand how, because uh, I worked with the blind guy on one of my episodes in that Geo, and he was like, man, people move the furniture. I run into it, and it hurts. Well, since it's a new size, I hit my knee so hard on the very, very edge of it, as it, it was like, boom! And then she's asleep, and I'm like, oh. I can't be loud. And I just got I like that. I'm like, oh, annoyed at that. That didn't pay attention to that. Number three, Eller, our dog, one of our two dogs, got sick a couple weeks ago. Her stomach was hurting and she would not eat the dry food that she always eats. She's like, I'm not eating it. I'm not eating it. So I put a little broth on there. My wife's idea. I put a little uh, little chicken broth on the food. She ate it. It tastes better to her. She got healthy. She's healthy now, but now she won't eat her food with that broth on it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. There's that no going back. And so now I got to put broth on her food every uh. morning. I spit everywhere. I'm so irritated at this. I got to put broth on her food every morning or she just looks at me. Well, other thing is Stanley got it and ate some of her food. And now he wants broth too because <laughs> he knows what the broth food is like. Then I feel guilty. So putting broth on my dog's food, number three. Now broth is not that expensive. I get a little box of it. A little box of broth. Make a little white cap off. Pour yeah. it all on there. It's just the fact that I have to do it now. Number two. BK from Florida Georgia Line. Annoyed the crap out of me. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, here's what happened. Uh-oh. I did the interview with Tyler, and Tyler came on. It was good. They we're not together anymore, but he told his story. BK's like, hey, I want to come on. And we don't ever let people just say, I want to come on. But I was like, I talked to him, and I never do that. But he's like, hey, here's why I want to come on and why I'm asking. Because I just want to tell my story for different reasons. And I'm like, okay, cool. We set it up. We only dedicate one out. We only dedicate one time a week to do these because they're such intense podcasts. They're an hour of me sitting there, got to do the prep up front. They come to my house. There's a whole calendar's got to be la la la. In less than 24 hours. Like, Hey, I don't want to do it anymore. I'll wait till new music. But it's like, it is what it is. I'm annoyed. Yeah. Number one, my rib injury. I don't know how I did it. Most injuries I know. I'm like, did that doing sprints. Did that doing deadlift? You do work out hard for. I don't know how I got a rib injury. Okay, I'm just saying. And I breathe, and it goes, it pokes me. Is it broken? Nah, I've had a broken rib. It's been a long time, but it ain't broken. Been boxing or anything? Hey, I assure you, it ain't broken. Uh, yeah, it just it's like. And there's nothing you can really do for a rib injury. Uh, You can do this a lot and annoy your wife. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why I come to you today. I'm in a good mood. I'm just annoyed by all that. With all those things, you're still in a good mood. This is more. Yeah, I'm okay. okay. Cool, take it. I'm good. I'm healthy. Yeah. Feel good? No, no, you just said your rib yeah, is you're not almost healthy. broken. But I'm healthy, healthy. You okay. know? Oh. Maybe not be healthy, but I'm healthy, healthy. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm rocking it. Do you guys want to play? Yeah. What are I you got know, one. What do you, oh, you do. Go ahead, oh, Eddie. for sure. I've told my kids a hundred times, don't leave stuff on my car because it's parked in the garage and they think it's a shelf or something. Well, this morning, this happened this morning as I'm leaving my house. I'm going down the road out of my neighborhood. I take a left out of my neighborhood and I hear, Whoa. Oh, no. And I look in my rear view mirror. They had a bucket of sidewalk, uh, a chalk or whatever. Boom, all over the street. Because they left it on your car. Because they oh. left it on my car. I had to text my wife to see, like, I'm not stopping to pick that up, but if you see that on the street, can you please pick that up? Mm-hmm. 
So annoying. So annoying. Okay, Amy. I'm annoyed with my daughter, Sashira. Oh, because. Oh, <laughs> all our kids. My name. <laughs> no, this is very specific. She is now in driver's ed, and when she rides with me, she just calls out all my, you know. Oh, that would be so annoying. Infractions? Or yeah. What, what do you. All, sure. Your mistakes. You know. Oh. Uh, she probably never stops talking. Mom, you're speeding. <laughs> Mom, Mom, watch out. I do a stop sign. Mom, and that thing's sitting there. You, <laughs> and you're driving toward it awfully fast. Yes. Mom, I don't think you stopped fully at the stop sign. Or if the light is yellow and I go through so and sure, it happens to turn I'm red. I'm, I'm like proud of her. <laughs> sure, that's she's God's like, work. Yes. She's like, that light turned red. Yeah. And she, I'm just getting called out. Why are you saying every... all this stuff now calling yourself out? She's like, Mom, that kid's in a in a stroller and you're racing toward it. <laughs> Mom, we just hit something. Mom, there's a, Mom, that Mom they're asking there. for help. Mom, they're asking <laughs> to call 911. Um, okay. I'm just that's ready good. for driver's ed to be over so we can calm down. Ray? Yeah, this little dial right here, it sticks. You wouldn't be able to tell because I'm that good at my job, but it's been sticking for about a month and engineering says it's impossible to fix just one dial. They would have to rip the butt out of the entire board and for that, I'm annoyed. So the di- play, do, do it again for audience? This is how it's supposed to be, but it sticks, so it's like it's not smooth. It turns it up. Yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, okay, finally. Lunchbox. Oh, I'm annoyed at my bike. I don't know. There's a clicking noise. Whenever I'm, I'm hitting the brake, and it, I, I don't know what it is. If it's the tires rubbing against something, but all of a sudden, this new bike, I mean, it's already got a click. You That's just got good. it serviced, didn't you? I, I know. I got it. Uh, sure, it's not your knee, old man? <laughs> it could be. My I, everything on me hurts. I mean, hopefully, it's not my knee, but I think it's something on the bike. I don't know if the wheel's bent, but yeah, a clicking on the bike, not good. Right, well, that's how we start our, that's how we're starting we're, our day. We're all annoyed. But I'm now, now I've made you all annoyed. <laughs> It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. We had Dylan Scott on the show this week, which is at number six. He was super awesome to hear talk about his new album. He shared how he keeps his goals front of mind. He also performed some of his brand new songs. So if you want to hear the interview, that's what's about to play right now. If you want to watch that performance, check it out. BobbyBones.com. It's really good. Dylan is a great performer. It's just him and a guitar and some brand new songs. And we love hearing a new song. Number six. Dylan Scott's got two number one songs. Probably know this one. It's called My Girl. Yeah, that's my girl in the passenger seat. His other one's called Nobody. Girl, nobody, nobody, nobody gonna love you like I do. He was the CMT Music Award winner for Breakthrough Video of the Year for that song right there. He's got over a billion streams, and he has big muscles. All right, here we go. <laughs> well, he does? Look at him. He has yeah, big muscles. All right, here we go with Dylan Scott. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Dylan Scott. Dylan, I want to ask you a personal question, if that's okay. It's okay. You good with that? I'm good with it. Wide open? Wide open. Rib cage open? It's open. All right. I was noticing on your phone you have something written on your, your home screen. Yeah. What what is that, <laughs> man? It's just like uh, it's 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 things I want in life, you know. Headline arenas. Yes, sir. Headline arenas. We can do that. Headline Look, arena. Right there. Right. You know? Well, you know what? This is basically a little arena we're in right yeah. now. Yeah. 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 Sure. This is the arena. I love it. <laughs> I wrote in my my second book, "Fail Until You Don't." I wrote that I do that a lot. I I keep it on my lock screen. Because That's what awesome. do you look at more your phone. than your lock screen Absolutely. on your phone? And I was at home, and I didn't even know you did that. I was at home a few weeks ago. Well, no, you read the book. Just say that. Yeah. We'll edit that. We'll read the book. Yeah, of course, yeah. I'm going to read the book. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. You got to give me one first, though. Um, I was at home late a few weeks ago, late at night, and my family was asleep, and I was just sitting there thinking that same thing. I was like, man, I'm always, whether I know I'm going to do it or not, you catch yourself opening your phone. For no reason. I was like, you know what? I'm going to put what I want right here. So every time I open it, it's there. I love it. I used to do it with the fridge. Now I do it with my phone. Yeah. I just go get bored and open open the refrigerator and be like, well, 
don't know why I'm here. <laughs> Not even hungry, just bored. Yeah. But now that's where I spend my time on my phone. That's awesome. But I like that. And I hope our listeners, you know, it doesn't have to be a crazy, uh, it doesn't have to be some goal like playing arenas. That's a massive goal. I think you'll get there. You're killing it. I think that's an all, but it can be. Yeah, and it's, it's be, one of the Be things, more attentive as a dad. Yeah, and I've got stuff like that. It's just, you know, put my phone down, spend more time with my kids. So you, you know? pick up your phone, put your phone down, put it back down. <laughs> that's right. So if you yeah. see them pick it up and then put it back pick down it up, quickly. Right there it says you, it. Spend more time with you, like, get off your phone, spend time with your kids. And there it is. So nice. I, I love, like, all seriousness, I love it because I subscribe to that method too. That's super cool, man. Yeah, man. You. Would you, because you're so good when you perform in the studio, would you give us like a verse and a chorus of New Truck, your current single? Yeah, here we go. And if you're looking, you're in love. I need a new truck. That's good. That's yeah. good. That's good. It's good. I like it. So uh, that's Dylan Scott. And by the way, that is not recorded in a studio. That is live right there. No, no special effects. <laughs> uh, yeah, you sound great, man. Thank you, dude. Yeah, I especially for it. early in the morning. Uh, his new album is out. It's out this week. Pretty pumped. I mean, it's always a big deal. It's like having a baby. Dude, I'm so excited. This is my second album. I've been in this town 10 years. It was four years ago and I released my first album. So it's been four years since my last album, my last body of work. And uh, I'm just pumped, man. I feel really good about it. So New Truck is the very first track on the record. The second track is Amen to That. Now we've got two options here. Yep. Do you know that one? Uh, I can play a little bit of it. Okay, because I can play a clip of it. Or you can give us Down and Dirty Dylan. I just down made that up. Down and Dirty Dylan. I don't know. <laughs> I don't Sounds even know cool. what that means. It don't matter where you, you, you want. Play, you want to play a little bit of it? Yeah, Here's let's, some see, of let's see if we can do that. Amen to that. Go ahead. Amen, amen to that. Come on, yeah. Dylan Scott. I'm talking about, dang, uh, Morgan Wallen, one of the writers on that song. Yeah. Pretty cool. How'd you get that song? I don't know how I got that song, man. <laughs> Morgan should have recorded that song. Um, it was just sent to me in a body of work, and uh, I fell in love with it the moment I heard it. And this is one of those songs I've had for probably three years now. That's just the first you two. Tr- if you think that, that's only two tracks. It's the first two. <laughs> that's how good the record is. Uh, the entire record, I hope you guys check it out. It's called Living My Best Life. It came out on Friday. Um, so radio stations used to do this really lame thing where they would have an artist, and, and they'd go... Um, They'd say, okay, if you're going to record it, we want you to address us specifically in the song. And and so, like, um, Zach Brown Band had to do it once, way when they started. and be like, um, I don't remember what it was, but like chicken fried here in Tuscaloosa. But they would, or <laughs> yeah. th- there would be like Petey Pablo, like, all oh, radio stations everywhere, W. And they'd have them insert that radio station. And they'd sit in a studio. And I always hated that they made artists personalize things for, or they made artists, yeah, do that. So, anyway, would you do Razorback Hat instead of um, Razorback Rocky Top Hat? hat? Yeah, just for the first part of that. Yeah. Personalize that for me real quick. Yeah, you're uh, doing it. Here we go. Uh, I forget what part it was. Rocky Top Hat. The line, the for amen to that, the first part. Just don't say Rocky Top. Just say Razorback when it comes up. We can in a Razorback hat. I can't do that, though, man. I'm an LSU fan. <laughs> He like physically can't But do you're it. not yeah. a Tennessee fan and you said Rocky Top hat, nice. so I didn't yeah. want to Yeah, point Bobby. I didn't, like you said, I didn't really want to personalize it to myself for that. You know, it was it's good. Rocky Top. When was the last time you heard Rocky Top hat? Uh yeah, I mean a lot. I live in Tennessee. It's everywhere. <laughs> but but all I'm saying is a razorback hat would have been nice. But okay, we'll play the song less. Okay. It is I'll what send it, is. it to you. No, I'll, I, I'll do a voicemail and send it to you tonight. Don't even do it. Yeah. Uh Dylan Scott is here. Do you want to pick another new song that you're loving and play a little clip of that right here on the guitar? Yeah, we can do that. Is that what you want to do? Yeah, let's do it. All right, Dylan Sky, you can give us one more. Which song? Give us a new song here. Tell us about it before you play it. Um, Why don't we do... Uh, oh, I got one. Oh, I yeah. I got one. Yeah, yeah. This is probably one of my favorite songs off this album. Um, one of them. It's hard to pick, I know, but... 
This song here, another one I did not write. There's too many great songs in this town. What's it called? It's called Tough. Okay. It's called Tough, man. And um, it's about a dad talking is, is to his slow? son. It's a little slow. slow. I like slow cool? songs. It's my you favorite. Cool with that? My favorite. Are you All right. cool? It's my favorite. This is one of them story songs you got to listen to. I'll do a verse and chorus for it. That's what you want. But uh, if you listen to this album, you got to listen to it all the way through. You're telling me that if we listen to the album, we'll hear the entire Tough song? <laughs> I'm sold. I'm, I'm sold. telling you yep. that right now. All right, let's go. Good luck being tough. That's a good one, man. Like it. I like the that. clean out your truck line. I love that line. That's like, man. and that's a good song. But the whole time I was like, that's yeah, that's like relatable and true. And yeah, so second verse goes on to talk about you know. Don't spoil it. Spoiler okay. alert. Yeah, listen yeah. to the album. Yeah, the album. Yeah. That's the it. goal here. Uh, Dylan Scott's here. I mean, I can I can feel our listeners going, oh wow, I really like this guy. Like yeah. this, this is good. I do want to talk about your wife. And I feel like you know sometimes Dylan, you have friends. And you don't really talk to them human form a whole lot, but you keep up with them on social media. So even when you do talk, you don't feel like a lot of time has passed. You ever do that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I do it all the time with my friends, but I almost feel like that with you a little bit in that I watch on social media and I think, could be wrong here, the song you played a second ago, the second song that you played, which is track two, uh, Hallelujah. Uh, yeah, amen to that. I think I saw you play that on Instagram, Instagram yeah. Live. Did I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's how that song is familiar to me because I'm obsessed with you. There it is. I said it. <laughs> so, but I was watching a clip of your wife rap, and I think it was on the end part of a Lincoln. What's a Lincoln Park situation? Yeah, I think it was Lincoln Park. She's uh, she is um, she's she's very shy. But I, I get her. I get her on the phone. And I, I video her without her knowing it. And I put it out there for the world to see. And she's cool with that. She well, she is, <laughs> but she ain't. <laughs> she's awesome. Yeah, yeah, she is, man. She's so cool. So you know, you, your dad, you're an artist. You tour a lot. Like I'm assuming that she's kind of the the rock in the family because she's got to do it all, especially when you're not home. Yeah, she's the rock star for sure. She's stay at home mom, and um, you know it's crazy. So I've been with my wife since I was 15 years old, a long time. Like seventh grade, right? Yeah. Well, we met, met in seventh grade, yeah. started dating like first high school, but she's known like my dreams and my goals this whole time. And so I mean, dude, it don't matter if I come home for a day and I'm like spur of the moment, oh, I got to get back out and go again, like. She, never gives me a hard time never gives me a hard time about she's so tired like the kids are wearing me down like never gives me a hard time and like I respect that I mean she's she's awesome what is there to do in Bastrop, Louisiana? Nothing. It's a nothing to do. Today. Okay, but if you were to ask, I'm from Mount Pine, Arkansas. Go to, if you're going to go to Bastrop, Louisiana the town that I grew like, up in. Like literally what is there? There's, I mean, there's nothing. It used to be a meal, but I mean, there's there's a really cool courthouse square that I think you should get there early and eat the breakfast at this place called PT's Eat a Bite. Now we're talking. Go you ahead. Know, if you get there at lunch, go to Sladen's Barbecue. Other than that, just, you have two restaurants. Just, well, yeah, a little more than that, but that's the only two I, I recommend going to. <laughs> so, but otherwise, you just pass on through and just keep on going. So, uh, is uh, Bastrop, Louisiana? What's the population there? Uh it used to be like twelve thousand. I bet it's probably six now you ever go back i do yeah yeah i actually built a house there um we finished it a couple of years ago and then you know we sold it a couple uh, probably two months ago now my mom died back in december and i was like babe you know my dad's gonna move away like we don't really need to you know we'll go back for christmas and this this and that but we don't need a house there we don't need to be there because we're here and if i'm not here i'm touring so uh yeah we sold it bastard louisiana where is it in the state like like northeast louisiana you got boats there like gambling boats anywhere near what kind of boats gambling boats Ga- no gambling boat well vicksburg mississippi's not too far tim mcgraw grew up about 30 minutes from there that's a cool, cool i heard effect. there was a clip of you saying you'd never met him never met tim 
Yeah. I know where he lives. Would you like me to address? <laughs> yeah, actually, send me the address. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like, I grew up in a town that's 30 minutes from Tim. We grew up probably about the same way. And, I mean, he's a little bit older than I am, obviously, but never met him, man. And he's like a huge, huge hero of mine. Surprising that you'd never met him yet, especially with the success that you've had. And I'm sure you'll cross paths at some point. Yeah, it'll point. happen how it's supposed to. But I'll give you, i just pass, pass along a story. Josh Turner went up, big Johnny Cash fan, went and knocked on his door. Johnny really? Cash let him in. So I'm just saying, I'm like, girl, you know cash, you know what I'm saying? Go and knock on the door. <laughs> Make it happen, you know what I'm saying? He may be there. Uh, Dylan Scott is here. I'm going to play a clip of the title track. So the song is called Living My Best Life. Enjoy this song, and we'll come right back. Here you go. Feeling like a million, kicking it like it's my birthday. Hey, I'm exactly so you co-wrote eight of the 16 songs, but I want to just mention the writers of that. Uh, BK, Tyler Hubbard, both from Florida Georgia Line, Thomas Rhett, and Corey Crowder. And so it's a pretty cool song. They, they say, hey, take this one. Yeah, that's one. So Tyler, he'll send me songs here and there, you know, and uh, that's one of them songs. When I heard it, I was like, man, I'm one, I'm living my best life right now, you know, with having a little success and the family and just touring the country. So, I mean, that really spoke to me and it was just fun, man. And, you know, I have a pretty high energy live show. It's so like, man, this is a great song. So we have to, we have to cut it. Would you play before you leave just a, a verse and a chorus of your hit, My Girl. Yeah, yeah. Here he is, everybody. Yeah. Dylan Scott. Yeah, that's my girl. Dylan Scott, nice job. Let me say a few yeah. things. This album, Living My Best Life, it is out now. Uh, add it to, find some songs you like and just add it to your normal streaming because every time you play one of his songs, three cents. And one step closer to headlining arenas. Yeah. <laughs> see? There we go. Uh, so do that. But go see Dylan as well, because a lot of the places our show is, Springfield, OKC, Pittsburgh, uh, Indy, Milwaukee, Sioux Falls, Oxford, Mississippi, Little Rock. He's doing it. You can go to DylanScottCountry.com. Go watch the show. Like, you really want to help an artist now. You want to support an artist. Follow him on social media, at DylanScottCountry. Go to a show, buy merch, stream their music. Uh, you could be a lot of our listeners' new favorite artist after today. You had an A-plus appearance. I don't say that I to everybody. I appreciate that. Yeah, thank I don't say you, that to everybody. You. Just before we came on the air, Dylan's like, I'll do whatever you want. And I was like, well, let's just see what happens. And we saw what happened. You nailed it. You nailed it. Yeah. Come on. Dylan, thank you, buddy. You thank guys you. go see Dylan. Check out the album. It is out now. It came out this week. And follow him, Dylan Scott Country. And there he is, Dylan Scott. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number 2. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. 
There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am just over here drinking on my tea because this week I spilled some tea on Eddie and it was a good time for me. You know, I love when I get to spill the tea on some of the boys on the show because they're always coming at me for random things like Eddie and his idea of my outfits with artists. That's just the whole thing. If you want to check that out, that's up on all our social media and stuff. But this week I spilled the tea on Eddie and it was a great segment because he got called out. He got he got seen. And boy, for a moment there, he was a little concerned about what was going to happen. So I'm going to keep sipping on my tea and I'm going to let you guys hear me spill the tea. Number five. It is time. Oh, a little early tea this morning. Let's spill the tea. This is a segment where someone comes to me in confidence and goes, I'd like to share a secret about somebody else on the show. Do you think it will be okay? And I always say yes. Of course. <laughs> oh, well. And then that person comes out and does spill it publicly. But the person spilling the tea is Morgan number two. Oh. Which she, I don't know that she's ever been on as a tea spiller. Uh-oh. Wow. Does anyone feel like they're probably going to be the person that has tea spilled on them? Definitely not me. I always feel like it's me. You do? Always. Hey, he's got a lot of secrets. No, I don't. <laughs> he does? That's what he said. I mean, he obviously does. If he's, uh, It's always going to be me. Okay. Morgan, who would you like to spill the tea on? I would like to spill the tea on... Uh, Eddie. Yeah! I knew it. I knew it. The man of a thousand secrets. Here we go. I knew it. <laughs> All right. What happened? Well, what? so you know how we heard about the Uber dropping off about 20 bucks to his house, right? Oh, yeah. Let me kind of recap the story. Oh, crap. <laughs> Eddie. <laughs> oh, oh no. Okay. So Eddie takes an Uber. This is the fast version. The Uber driver's going the wrong way. Eddie's like, this is not the right way. He goes, trust me. And then they get to that spot and he's like, Uber's like, Uber, I messed up. Eddie's like, I told you. The bill is 20 bucks over. Uber driver says, I'll mail you the check. Eddie says, I got 20 bucks from the Uber driver. The end. Story's over. You got your 20 bucks. Everybody's happy. Yeah, hey, oh can, my hey, can we not do this? <laughs> no, like, no. like, really? 
Like I'm scared. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm scared. Somebody may be listening right now. Who's somebody? Go ahead. Who's Carry on. You think you're gonna, if you think you're gonna die, we'll just hit a button and go to a song. I don't think death, but I mean, I, I'm a little okay, terrified. Okay, I'll tell you what we're gonna do here. We, why don't we play the, the song? <laughs> And if you tell me during this break that you could die. Wow, it's this good. I don't know. I don't know. Would it ever have occurred to you that he could maybe die? I don't know the story. So, Ray, hit the song here. We'll come back. And if we never address it again, it's because Eddie said he was going to die. Okay? (laughs) Everybody good on that? Okay, I don't think Eddie's going to get murdered. Okay, Morgan, finish the story. No, he he was just a little dramatic. Wait, okay. He's not dramatic. Go ahead, go ahead. So he, I told him, after he told us about this Uber segment, I was like, you know you can go on the Uber app and just tell Uber what happened and they will refund you the money that was extra, that you got charged extra. He was like, no, I don't know that how to do that. So I go on Eddie's Uber app. I do it really quickly and he gets $20 back into his account. Well, he didn't tell anybody that. So now he made $20 profit ah, off of this Uber, Uber situation. Guys, Aww. if this Uber driver is listening, he's going to be so upset right now. Does he know what you do? No, I don't know. Okay, well then how in the but, world but, would he happen to stumble across this this early? Put put the voice together that you know. <laughs> Like if you were an Uber driver and the exact same story that happened to you a couple days ago is being talked on the radio, some people are like, hey, wait a second. That's me. And well, he doesn't know where you live. He knows where I live. <laughs> he, he gave me $20. You're yeah. skating over the issue. If I did something dirty like this, we'd be raking me over the coals. <laughs> we this have, guy we haven't got there yet. Oh, sorry. We're we haven't got there. You're going to rake me over the coals? Absolutely I'm not worried about his health. I love it. Smart move. So this is what I would say. I hate it. It happened, yes. but you had the conversation with him right at the end of it happening, right? Right. So then you come in and you're like, let me go check with Uber because you may not get the money back at all. Who knows? Morgan helps you. Yes. Get your money back. And there's no way to stop the transfer of the cash. Yeah, true. You can't actually reach happened. out. You can't say, hey, hey, bruh, don't worry about the cash. You can't get a hold of the bruh. I don't know the bruh. Right. That's what I'm he saying. He dropped the cash <laughs> off in my mailbox. This is only 20% shady. Thank wait, you. wait. Did you do the Uber thing after you got the cash? No. No, that's what I just said. No, I'm I got just it making sure I want to make check his honesty oh, here. Okay, that's where I, I was thought, being honest, oh, guys. I yes. thought you did it after. No, he just didn't tell anyone what mm. happened. Yeah. Okay, he had already I, gotten the Uber's money. Yeah, why would you? Would you tell anyone? No, not before. It's forty dollars. But it's also a. I would <laughs> so that way you can educate all of us to know that that's something that you can do inside the app. Yeah, yeah, sure. You guys can Google that if you mess it. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 she told you. Yeah. Okay, so you went on. He cost you twenty extra. He said he'd pay you twenty back because he was wrong. Mm-hmm. He paid you that twenty back, but yeah. before you got it back, you actually went to the app and said, "Hey, I just kind of got messed up." Morgan, I gave Morgan the phone. Yeah. So technically, I didn't she, even do it. She did it. You didn't do anything <laughs> wrong. I'm on your side. It's only twenty percent shady, and it's only twenty percent shady if you don't do something good with that twenty dollars extra. Ooh. Dude, Ooh, in the words one. of Lunchbox, "Money gone." Sorry. Oh, money yeah. gone. <laughs> okay, Morgan, you spilled the tea. Thank you for that. You're welcome. That is spill the tea. That was Let's Spill the Tea. Thank you very much. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. For the very first time, Abby made her debut on Broadway this past weekend. We talked about it on the show this week, how it all went, how the listeners showed up for her, and of course, how Lunchbox didn't show up, but kind of showed up. Also, I went, I thought she did awesome, and it was cool to see her get to live out her dream a little bit. So, cool segment, and definitely a good one to hear if you're all about chasing those dreams. Number four. It was a big weekend for our phone screener, Abby, who moved to Nashville to be a singer. And now she works here on the show, but 
kind of a, a rekindling of your singing career as of the last year or so, right? Yeah. So you go out, you had to learn how many songs? Oh, man. At least, well, 40. And I you go out, what, what bar did you play? Alan Jackson's. Were there people there? There were a few. It, Broadway was like not as busy as I've seen it. It was very tame, I feel like. Oh, good. So, a little, little easier to go do then, probably. Yeah, but I kind of wanted it to be a little more wild. <laughs> like just more people talking, mingling. It was very an intimate setting, I would say. It was on the second floor, a tiny stage. Chad and I were on there. Um, he plays his guitar, and then people were just like right there. Nervous? Watching. Were you nervous? Yes. Nervous before or nervous once you got there? Both. So you play, what was the very first song you sang? Oh, what was it? I think Wild Angels by Martina. Sing the first line of that if you, if you know it. Do you know it? <laughs> or do you need the guitar part? Sometimes that's tough um, without the music. Oh my gosh. I don't remember how it starts. How's it's it okay. start? See, it this is you. me. Oh, and this is what happened too. Just, you forget the words. That happens sometimes to me as well. <laughs> yeah, everyone. Mm, yeah. Okay. Like Eddie and I have played these songs a hundred times mm -hmm. and we got to hit them exactly right because we have jokes in them and I'll yes. forget them. I mean, Eddie forgets it every show. All the time. Yeah, so don't don't worry about that so much. Mm -hmm. How many times do you think you forgot a word or a lyric or a line? Probably in like five songs. Out of 20? <laughs> yeah. That's not a very good ratio, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get a little better at that. Okay. I know. Uh -huh. How would you grade your performance? Oh, man. Out of how many? A through F. Oh, A through F. I'd say a C. Okay. I'm very hard on myself, and I was I walked away not very happy. I was like, oh, my gosh. Who showed up from this little area? <gasps> Morgan! Oh, that's good. Did you I like know. it that she showed up? Or yes. Were you like, so I thought it was so sweet. I really liked it, but then I felt pressure. I was like, oh, shoot. I have to do really good. Morgan, what would you see once you got to Abby's gig? She did really good. She was definitely nervous. Like, her voice sounded awesome. But if there would be anything I would tell her is that when she messes up, she just has to keep moving on. She can't pay attention to it. Oh, does she, she just has like to, focus on it? She yeah. like, oh, sorry. Yeah. That she, kind of thing. She got a little frustrated with herself. But, like, her voice sounded amazing. She just needed to not draw more attention to her mishaps. That's okay, Abby. I would coach those kids in American Idol, and I would say if you mess up even on camera and there are five, six, seven million people watching, mm -hmm. they don't know you messed up. Right. You're the only one that knows you messed up. Mm -hmm. So you just keep going. And if you have to make up something for a second, then make up something for a second and get back to a spot that you know. If you don't show, and this is generally in life, not just in music, if you don't show that there's some sort of mishap, people don't know there's some sort of mishap. So don't call attention to it. But you learned. You learned, right? Right. Because I did call it out. I shouldn't have done that. I was like, Shania would be ashamed right now. Oh, you said that in the middle no, of a song? Okay, we're learning. This is a learning experience. Oh, I tried to be funny and like play it off. You're and, not funny. Was it a comedy show? Uh, no. Now, Lunchbox Obviously was not, not allowed to go. Did you ever see Lunchbox's face in the bar? No, okay. but I feel like he was hiding or something. Oh, you did, did feel like did he you was there. Did you show up? Lunchbox, what happened? Well, so I found out that I'm not allowed to go. The rules were set, and I was like, man, how am I going to find out how Abby did? So I live with someone that oh is God. amazing, and I said, hey, babe, you're going to have to go down and watch Abby sing. So you sent your wife down? I sent my wife down. What? No, you didn't. I absolutely did. I packed her in the car. I said, listen, I will drop you at the front door. So I brought the kids. Oh, you drove her there. Yeah, I drove my wife right to the front door. And I said, hey. And I had to explain to her the mission. I told her exactly what she had to do to go in there and get audio of Abby. So here is the first clip. Lunchbox talking to his wife. No. -uh. On how, oh to, how, how to get what audio. Are you kidding me? Here you go. Never 
Guys, guys. Okay, so you're gonna go in, and I'm gonna need you to get a couple clips, good audio clips of Abby singing. They may not be good singing clips because she can't really oh sing, God. but That's I just. So rude. I just need you to get you like two different songs of her singing. Here's twenty dollars. Buy yourself a beer and don't talk to any guys. <laughs> okay. For those that are just what? listening today, we told Lunchbox he couldn't go because he was just going to either harass her or make her uncomfortable because at any second he might harass her. So we said you're not allowed at her first show. So he sent his wife. Yes. Okay. This is a great. But you didn't know. You didn't see her, right? No, I did not see her. Exactly. Is this real? Uh, did she wear a disguise? She put on a fake mustache. <laughs> no, she, yeah. She wore a hat. Oh gosh. Put her hair up. You know. Okay. But whatever. And here's the thing. She goes inside and she's texting me. She's like, I, I don't see Abby. Like I, I don't see her. And I'm like, well, she said she's playing the stage, and she's like, well, I'm inside, and there she's not playing. And then she found her upstairs. Like, she wasn't on the main stage down. So she was upstairs. <laughs> he had Why did he have to there? throw a little shot? <laughs> yeah, he did. No, no. I, I, this, my wife of, was, there's layers of lots of bars. Yes, no, I, I, a lot of bars have a front and a back and a yeah. I understand. But what I'm saying is she wasn't the main attraction of the bar. Like, if you want the main attraction, you put them on the front stage, like, right there when you walk in, boom, there she's playing. But she wasn't. So my wife was confused. Like, I think she's lying. She doesn't really have a gig. That'd be funny if the whole thing was a lie. <laughs> well, yeah. so Abby, did you ever try to sing on Broadway when you moved here? I did. I auditioned at Tootsie's. Um, and I forgot the words to Baby Girl by Sugarland. Uh-oh. Oh, during my. the audition. And I left. Did like, you? how bad? That was when I first moved here. <laughs> and here we are 10 years later and still forgetting the words. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's changed. <laughs> Okay, here's a clip of Abby singing Faith Hills. Don't play it yet, Ray. Uh, it matters to me. Do you feel like this? Abby doesn't know this is happening. Abby, do you feel good about this song? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, this is do. one of my stronger ones, I feel like. Yeah. Okay, here is It Matters to Me. What do you think there? Ooh, she tries I can't to do, believe Ledbrox's wife took this audio. <laughs> she tries to do runs and it's like, oh, Abby, how'd you feel? I thought I did good on that one. I go. didn't mess up. Lunchbox. I mean, you remember the words. <laughs> I did. <laughs> That's a positive, yeah, thank you. positive step. All right, here's Abby singing Sugarlands. Oh, boy. How did you do on Stuck Like Glue, Abby? Oh, no. This is on here. <laughs> do we have to share this one? Uh, messed up, I think, a little, probably. Forgot the words. Did you put this <laughs> one up on purpose? And there's a rap no, part. No, I'm just telling you. Listen, guys, I can't control what happens on stage. Like, I didn't do this. On, how can this I do it on purpose? Public. This, this was public. in public, and my wife is here. I'm not there. Do so you not I- want us to play it, Abby? Go for it. I mean, we can. It was my first time, so I'm not. Do you not, do you not want us to play it? You can. Abby, I will not play. You just say don't play it. I won't play it. I don't Abby. know what part it is. I haven't heard any of this. Me neither. <laughs> go ahead. Are you sure? Yes. Okay, here we go. Did you hear that? That guy was singing. 
You, you know why? Because I think Abby was like whispering because she wasn't confident in that song. You can tell. Like the way she's singing up there. The other one, she actually like was like, okay, I'm going to go for it. This one, she's like, I'm stuck on, stuck on, stuck on you. Abby, you playing again anywhere? I don't know where, but yeah, we have plans to play more. All right, go for it. Okay. And if you forget a word, keep singing. I know. Keep yeah, singing. That's the problem. If it's like, uh oh, uh oh, I, I like you. Everybody, come on, I, oh, I like you. Uh oh, that's not even the right words. Nobody even cares. <laughs> right. They think you made your own so version. So, Abby, did you make a lot of money in tips? I mean, how, how'd that go? Yeah, I think so. More than I thought, because there really weren't that many people. How much do you think you made? <laughs> um, oh, how much I made? Yeah. Oh, I know. How yes. much? Come on. <laughs> 110. Wow. Yeah, pretty good. That's amazing. How long did you play? Because that's splitting it. Uh, four hours. 25 so. bucks an hour and she split it. <laughs> wow. And Do you just make fun. tips or the bar, they pay you as well? They pay you a very small amount. Okay. Well, just let, like a, whoo, yeah. next let, time, get ready for me to come. Let us know okay. the next time you perform, okay? Mm-hmm. I say good job. Good for job. Time. Yeah. I'm very proud of you, Abby. Abby, did you ask the bar, hey, can we be moved up to the main stage next time? You don't really <laughs> ask that. Well, yeah. I, why, I'm i not like a pro, right. so I don't expect to be at the thank main you, stage. Thank you, Abby. All right, we got to go. Okay, thank you. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. Then we've got Scuba Steve coming in at the number three spot because he had a push-up challenge, not just any challenge. Listen, this wasn't all the guys on the show doing push-ups. No, there was a study that came out. Scuba Steve was like, I could probably do something similar. And he had to do push-ups. And it was just super entertaining to watch this whole segment play out because two of the guys on the show admitted they really can't do push-ups. Scuba Steve did more than he even thought possible. Just, you know, and the energy in the room when this happened was really fun to be part of. So I want you all to hear it. Maybe you can feel the energy and get some motivation to do what you got to do today. Number three. Scuba, are you stretched? I mean, I literally haven't seen you get up from your, your well, seat I was, there. Well, I just stretched my arms, right? So I was stretching my arms and my shoulders and my back. Are you ready? I'm, yeah, let's do it. I'm ready for Come it. Come on in here. Right. The news story said that if you can do 40 push-ups, you're less likely to die of heart disease. You got your tennis shoes on, your shorts on. This is good. You're looking good. Do you have a... Uh, a t-shirt under that or is that just the shirt today this shirt okay i'd leave it on there. leave it on if you had a t-shirt under i'd say free yourself no we're good don't worry about the microphone so i would even get here on the floor yeah, yeah i got you and we're got gonna you. do 20 eddie 22 is his number right 22 that's it all right let's go get you a stretch up there you go stretch up stretch up tall do arm circles forward do forward that's backward that's backward there you go forward hey don't don't wear yourself <laughs> now out, go backward Scuba. now go a little bigger there you go. Now get a little side to side. Well, he's going to get tired. All right. Scoob, I need you. To, this is it. Life's on the line. 20, 22. If you hit 22, you can money drop. in the bank. And I tell you what, if we hit 22, I'll give you half my winnings. Hey, he can't stop at all, right? No breaks. He Just... can stop up high for a second. Absolutely. As long as he doesn't stop. As long as stop. he doesn't stop. As long as he doesn't come out or his knees touch the ground, for all good. For a second. Okay. No, no. He can stop up high. Okay. I yeah, I think that's right. Then let's say he can stop up high for no more than three seconds. Love it. Yeah. I mean, I mean you got to get technical. So. And his old nickname used to be Mr. 100, so... Come on. <laughs> hey, Scuba, just pump one out real quick. It doesn't count. No, 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 don't waste it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like okay. it. Oh, yeah, he's strong. Oh. He's strong. Yeah. Yes, sir. He's got it. Oh, yeah. Did you guys think, he was, like oh, yeah. guys think he was going to struggle with one? Hey. He's up and pumping now. Yeah, I liked but it. He has good form. Wow, your hands on your knees already, Scuba. <laughs> okay, we got 22. Are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah, 22. Amy, you think he's going to get it? Yes. Okay. You got it. You get, your, your goal is like 30. 
So if you're aiming to 22, you're going to struggle to 22. If you're aiming to 30, you'll get 22, but it'll be tough. Okay. okay? You know how you run on the treadmill and that last one minute feels like it's just death? It doesn't matter what that last one minute is. It always feels like death. So that's why you got to go in your head <laughs> a little further. Okay. You're aiming for 30. He's stressing. All right, down. Scuba, how's that motivation speech working? He's stressing. Let's put more stress out. <laughs> you got it. Here we go. Scuba Steve for 22 push-ups uh -huh. and go. One. one. Two, yes, strong. Three, four, my guy, strong. Five, come on. Six, seven. He's getting tired. Eight, no, he's not. Nine, 10, Woo! 11, 12. You're over halfway there, baby. 13, come on. 14, yes! 15, 16, five oh, no, oh, no, more. No, guys, 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 four tired. more. Three more. Yes! Three more. Go. That's a go. break. That's a break. Two more. Two yes! more, Scuba. Yes! Come on. Yes! One more. One more. That's amazing. Look. <laughs> so what was his total? 30. 30. Wow. Good job, Scuba. Scuba. You made the new goal 30. Nice job, buddy. His head went from pale white. <laughs> you can't get it to a much shade. <laughs> Scuba, just lay, buddy. Just take a break. <laughs> we, <laughs> we went tubing this weekend in oh, Oklahoma man. on uh, Ten Killer Lake. And so I haven't tubed and I don't know. 15 years and it's just holding on to that tube and you don't realize how hard it is and I'm just holding on for dear life and you get off and you're just exhausted and everything is so tight and like I'm sore in like every odd muscle that I've never used before <laughs> that's what he's gonna feel tomorrow uh-huh nice job though buddy thank you Eddie you can you just demo yeah I'll demo you demo you're 20, good buddy yeah good I'll, job scuba I'll hit you with 10 scuba thank you I'm shocked scuba's struggling to get up all right there you go there you go all right you good? There he is. Stretch All it right. That's good. That's awesome. Yeah. That's called working out, buddy. <laughs> it's like my chest is tight. Like my chest. That's called exercise, pal. Oh, no. Uh, I hope he's okay. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. 
because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Another really awesome interview on the show this week. Richard Marks stopped by. He came on all because Abby had posted a video of her covering one of his songs. He reposted it. She reached out and was like, hey, you want to come on the show and talk about this? He did. And we got some really cool stories from him about Lionel Richie, Kenny Rogers, just all awesome, awesome stuff and things I didn't even know about. I also, like, being totally honest, I didn't know who Richard Marks was. I know the song, I've heard of it, but hearing him, hearing his story was really cool as someone who's younger and wasn't around when his music kind of came out and he was on the scene. This was a really awesome interview to hear, so I'm gonna let y'all hear it. Number two. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Richard Marks. Hey, Richard, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Hey, I appreciate your time this morning. Hey, do, do your friends call you Richard? Seems pretty formal. What do they call you? Dick. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> <is good. laughs> uh, I was laughing. I didn't hear what you said. What did you say? I said Dick, but yeah, you can call me Richard. No, oh. my friends, my friends all call me Ricardo, but 
we, we're not friends yet. We have to see how this goes. Yeah, yeah, I like that because I, I still have um, maybe some reservations about you myself. So we'll see where this goes. Yeah, um, yeah. Hey, what are you making over there? Here's some ice. What's, what's, what you got, a little morning cocktail? <laughs> I'm making a little morning iced matcha. You make that. Do you have a fancy – so you're rich and famous and talented and good-looking and all the things. So do you have a famous – Well, go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah do, you have a fa- do you have a big fancy machine for that? Um, we have a big fancy coffee machine, but no, for the matcha, you just put the little powder in the in the bottom of a cup, and you got we've got this nine dollar Amazon little um, little like frother. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. I don't like know what a electric whisk thingy, like it's a whisk thingy, it but it's battery operated, so they you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty. It looks really expensive. But it's like nine dollars. Listen, Ricardo, I don't know what that is, buddy. <laughs> You don't. Do you even know what matcha is? Is it green? We are you in high school? I wish I don't drink coffee, so I don't know what. Ma- oh wow! Well, yeah. if you started drinking coffee, we could be friends. Well, here's the thing: my grandma died from coffee overdose, and so now I'm sad. Wow, that's just that was <laughs> unnecessary. Okay, I'm kidding. She didn't. She didn't. Hey, listen, I'm a big fan. Really, it's, this is super cool for me to talk to you. So I really appreciate the time. Like I'll just say it up front that. Uh, I'm kind of geeking out a little bit at not only you as an artist, but also you as a songwriter. So up front, uh, in a in a very sincere way, like massive fan, thank you for spending a few minutes with me. That's so nice, man. Thank you, and congratulations. You guys are kicking butt. Uh, thanks. So here's a couple questions we have for you. First of all, you had yeah. uh, on Instagram, you had shared Abby, our phone screener. She she answers phones. She produces some segments, but she was singing, and you you pushed and shared and so we took that as an endorsement that you think she's a pretty good singer now do you share people that are only good singing your songs or just anybody singing your songs <laughs> there's the loaded question we're gonna get right to it um you know generally to be honest with you i very rarely share anything that i think would like hurt somebody's ears so as much as I, I'll like it, and I'll even sometimes go, hey, thanks, great job, but I'm not going to repost it if it's not very good. So, yeah, she sounded good, and uh, all kidding aside, like to me, that's the ultimate compliment as a songwriter, is when anyone wants to take the time to learn your song, and especially now, post it on their socials, that means that that song means something to them in some way, even if it's just something that they think, oh, I think I sound good singing this song. That's the ultimate songwriter compliment you know so abby he is saying okay. he, he enjoyed it what do you want to say to him i love it thank you i appreciate that yeah no abby you sounded good i mean i wouldn't have reposted it if he sucked what oh, would you good. say to abby who she moved to nashville to, to pursue a career in singing and then you know she couldn't remember some words and she ran out of an audition once then she gave up but now she's kind of back trying again like regardless of her talent what would you say to someone going through this what are your inspiring words to her richard uh-huh. Well, I mean, you can't, <laughs> if you really want to have a career, it can't be despite not having talent. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, that's kind of like a given, you kind of have to have that, and she does. But I would say, you know, on one hand, it's never been easier to get attention and to get music out there because of social media and streaming. And, you know, you don't need a record deal. You don't need a publisher anymore. You just need to like do fill up your content you need to feed the beast so i think um if you're not a songwriter then you got to find songs that you think you sound great doing but also you don't want to do songs 
Like, when I hear people trying to cover Whitney Houston songs, I'm always like, do you think you sang this better than Whitney mm-hmm. did? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe find another song that suits you even better that you're not, where you're not, nobody's comparing you to the original necessarily. You know, that's why I think a girl singing a guy song or a guy singing a girl song sometimes is a clever move. Abby, are you inspired? I am. All right, let's go. Abby's yeah. inspired. Okay, we... Let's go. Richard Abby, Marks just inspired. Abby, Abby, Abby. 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 Uh, and you know what's funny? We're talking to a songwriter. So if you got any songs, you need female oh, to sing. Oh, Here oh, we go. Oh, no. She just no, went for it. She just oh, went no. for it. Oh, I'm just no. kidding. Oh, no. I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I'm kidding. Um, anyway. <laughs> She's not. Oh, boy. Hey, uh, Rich, in, in your career, was there ever a time, Richard, that... Um, oh, let's go back to the 80s when you were... As an artist, you were on TV on my all the time, and you were just crushing, yeah. crushing, crushing. Was there ever a moment before that happened where you had to go and just like, hey, can I have this? Can I like what just Abby did to you awkwardly? Did you ever have to do that awkwardly to people? Oh yeah, hundred percent. So um, my songwriting career really started that way. In that I I had written a handful of songs that when I was in, a senior in high school, that somehow magically ma- made their way, the, the tape made their, made its way to Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie heard my cassette tape and called me. My phone number was written on the back. He called me in my parents' house and was so encouraging of me. And he said, man, I really like your voice and you should move to L.A. when you graduate from high school, which is what I did. And then he hired me as a background singer on his first solo album when he left the Commodores. And a year later, he recommended me as a background singer to Kenny Rogers, who was huge still at that time in the 80s. And so there I am, you know, singing background vocals on this Kenny Rogers album, and he's there at the studio. And I went up to him and said, uh, I'm a songwriter. I'd love to play you a song I wrote for you. And he should have thrown me out of the studio. He should have had security, <laughs> you know, throw me on the street. But he was cool, and he said, you yeah, know, let me hear it. And we sat down at the piano, and he cut my song, and then he cut two more of my songs, and that launched my songwriting career. Wow. wow. That's so cool. Wow. That's good. So I was yeah. lucky enough to uh, befriend Lionel. Do I did four seasons of American Idol. And so yeah. Lionel, was, Lionel was awesome. Now, I don't know if it's because Lionel was 70, and he's just amazing once he got older with perspective, but he's the kindest guy. Was he like that even when he was young and, and killing it then? Yes. I've never known anybody who was a superstar who acted less like a superstar than Lionel. He's just the most gracious, kind. He's, he can, you know, he's still got a wicked sense of humor, and he can be um, sarcastic, and he can be like, he can hang with the best of them. But inside, his soul is just kindness, and he, he loves to help people, and he's just the best. Like, I just love the guy. He changed my life. Richard Marks is on with us, and I find it really interesting um, what what you're doing inside of Songwriter. And so Songwriter, and, and the whole album comes out, what, what's, is 9 September? Eight, my fingers, January, February, March, April, May, yeah. June, July, August. <laughs> yeah. 9.30, okay. yes. September 30th. Because I know it's not out yet. So September 30th, you're putting the full album out, but it's split into parts. There's pop, rock, country, and ballads. And the country part's interesting because... Uh, we're big buds with Keith Urban and, you know, you guys have written together before, but there's a song one day longer that you and Keith Urban. So you're singing it, but he wrote it with you. Yeah. So here's my history with Keith. We've had three really big hits together that he had and better life, long, hot summer and everybody and better life. He almost didn't cut because he kind of got over it by the, you know, from the time we started it to the time we finished it, he was kind of like off of it, not into it, but he, 
kind of just went in the studio and cut it number one for six weeks. We wrote everybody and he was all in love with it the day we wrote it. And then a few days later, he was like, I don't like it anymore. So I went in the studio. I was due to record something with Dan Huff, his producer, who's brilliant. And so Dan and I went in the studio to cut a song. He said, you know, we've got time. We can cut another song. So I played him the work tape of my song with Keith, everybody. And he went, oh, my God, man, this is great. We should cut this. We cut it. And right before we mixed it, he played it for Keith. And Keith called me and goes, okay, I blew it. Can I have that song back? <laughs> so my history with Keith is we write something. He's in love with it the day we write it. And then a week later, he it's the worst thing he's ever heard. And that's what happened with One Day Longer. And but in it's just been taking up space, you know, as an MP3 in my computer. So I, when I was making this album, I went back and listened to it. And I was like, I love this song. So I cut it. In the country section here, uh, Richard's written songs by himself with Urban, with Darius, uh, with Hauser, and uh, and I think, and I mentioned it before we got on the phone with you, how just uh, prominent and prolific of a songwriter you are, and all the songs you've written for a whole lot of people. But is there a difference in writing with some of these country guys that we know and are friends with and some of the guys in, in L.A.? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I mean, it, it, you know, I don't really write with anyone who's not a real songwriter in that I very rarely collaborate with someone who's uh, just a track person or, um, you know, it's usually two guys sitting down and or three guys and you know, it's very rare I there are three writers on some, my songs but um, I kind of gravitate towards what I would call old school songwriters where you just sort of hammer it out you know you get a concept you get I usually come in with a bunch of melody ideas or a title and we're just off to the races um, there's not that much difference actually you know I mean writing with Randy Hauser is not that different than writing with, uh, you know, my son Lucas, who's a great pop songwriter, or any of these other guys. It's all, it's all sort of like going after the song, you know, not trying to worry so much about what the record's going to be, but just making the song the best it can be. You say you're going with the melody, so will you, you'll just walk in, and, and I was going to ask if you're a melody or a lyric guy first, and probably you do a little bit of both, but will you walk in with no concept at all, but you're like, I got this melody, it goes, boo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo, and you walk in with just that melody, and then you start trying to assign words and a concept to the sound? Yeah, that's how I've always written songs, <clears throat> even the songs I've written by myself, which take, which make up most of my catalog are songs I wrote alone. It starts with some gibberish line, you know, and like I had this big hit called Hazard. It's the story song. And all I had was my mother came to Banner when I was just seven. And then I started to like, I wrote all the music, all the melody, and I started to put the story together. And I had everything except the name of the town that this thing was set in. And I, I even knew it was in Nebraska because I referenced Nebraska. So I, I just had to go through every name of every town in Nebraska until I found one that the two syllable word that fit, that sounded good. Um, it's kind of how it all starts with me is, is with a melody, the melodies and the music kind of tell me what the lyrics should be. Whenever you have songs that are so massive, for example, right here waiting, uh, from mm -hmm. like 89, do you go through different cycles or seasons where 
you know, you it's a massive hit. You love to play it. Then you play it so much you don't want to play it, but then you're kind of re-energized to play it again because you've hated it for so long. But is that a seasonal thing with you in your life, or do you just always love it? Or How does that work? No, I, I don't have that experience. I'm sure – I think that probably happens more with people who uh, record songs by other people. If you wrote a song that you love, if I write a song, if I record a song and release a song, it means that I love that song. And I don't, I mean, there's some songs that I might get a little bit more psyched to play sometimes, but there's never a song in my set where I look down at the set list and go, oh God, not that again. I've never had that. I think I do that every day with certain segments in my radio show. Every day. I'm just like, oh my God. I do <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, let, Richard, this has been awesome. I want to let everybody know Songwriter comes out on September 30th. Again, there are all these sections and I love how you did it. Uh, and ballads though, by the way, when I was looking at this, ballads it did you didn't format that you just went okay these are slow songs D- slow songs don't have a format or a genre not to me not to me just i those songs to me were just these five really beautiful songs that could have fit any genre really but they they kind of made up their own genre to me and the first track is uh by the way you know i'm doing this a lot of uh, we're going to do a vinyl version of this so it's literally going to be side a side b side c side d you know um the lead track on the ballads section I wrote with Burt Backrack. It's a song called Always. I mean, getting to sit in a room and write a song with Burt Backrack, and, and this is when he was 91. He's 94 now. Um, I can't even believe it. You know, like, and we became pals. And this guy wrote the soundtrack to all of our lives. You know, I'm just so humbled that I got to sit in a room with him and write such a beautiful I'm so proud of this song. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That Because Burt Backrack. For me, uh, raindrops keep falling on. That's that's not Burt Backrack. No, He's played Thomas. it though. Yeah. He's played it though, oh, okay, Eddie. Okay, okay. I've heard right. Burt Backrack play that song. That's what right. I think about. He, did. he wrote it, and he wrote it, Eddie. There you go. So, so so then I thought I was right. Then I thought I was wrong, and I was embarrassed. And then I had to come back to it. And and Richard Marx just told me, sorry, Ricardo Marx just told me I was right because now we're friends. <laughs> there you have it. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. If you ever come to Nashville, we'd love to have you. Uh, hop in the studio here. We'll do a whole deal. I'm just a big fan. I would love that. Uh, th- and, and your album comes out on the 30th. We'll be sure to talk about it when it comes out. And you guys go to richardmarks.com. He's in Europe now, but he will come to the States and he's doing a bunch of shows in the States starting in October. And he's in a lot of the cities that our show's in and just a very entertaining, very funny guy, yeah. but also super talented and super cool. And says Abby has a long career in music and he will put her on tour with him. That's what I heard. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's what I heard. Wow. 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 Oh, wow, that is Bobby, it. You can, Bobby, you can officially call me Ricardo. Okay, I, I now officially yeah. can. Okay, there he is. Uh, Ricardo, thank you for your time. Massive fan. Uh, good luck with the record, and congrats on the book. And hopefully, I will see you in person sometime. Thank you, pal. Thanks, you guys. All right, there he is. Richard Marks, thank everybody. You. Hey, Abby, sing us out with a little Richard Marks. Oh, no, go. you sing, Abby, Richard. sing us out, Abby. Let's go. Sing wherever us out. you are, whatever you do, I will be right here waiting for you. There it is. We're back yeah. in a second. Yeah. My yeah. voice. Oh. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. And without further ado... We've got Lunchbox, who hopefully is going to Vegas. He auditioned for Bad Out of Hell, the musical, and the director had come on. Lunchbox had to act out a scene. He had to sing a song. He had to do some improv. And all around, like, I give him some 
awesome A's because he really put in the effort and he was trying. And I, you know, I've said it before and I'll keep saying I think Lunchbox is so good at improv and he is great at being fearless and not giving two craps about what anyone thinks about him, which is why he's so good at improv. And I think this could be a really fun, cool role for him if he gets it. So I'm cheering him on. He may not cheer me on in all the ways, you know, with my outfits and artists and he may not cheer Abby on in her singing career, but I'm cheering him on for this. I think it'd be really awesome to see him in a musical. I mean, I'm just picturing Lunchbox in a musical. I don't know. I think it'd either be pretty funny or pretty awesome. So I'm rooting for it. Here you go. This is Lunchbox auditioning for the gig. Number one. All right, Jay Scheib is on with us. Big fancy director. It's all we love fancy wow. directors. Yeah. Oh, wow. Jay, how are you? Great, great. I'm great. How are you? We're doing pretty good. We're excited because Lunchbox is about to audition for a uh, big role. Big role. Woo. His Woo. dream as to is to get into the arts. And we told him about the opportunity. And he's ready. He's nervous. So what are we going to do here to see if Lunchbox is the person that you need for your production? Well, I, I'd love it if we could um, if we could do a scene, mm-hmm. a song, and then a short improvisation. I like that. That's probably what directors say. Let's do a scene, a song, and an improv. I like that. Oh, I like how directors say that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I don't even know if that's a thing, but I like it. All right, so Lunchbox, he wants us to do a scene first. Oh, I, I let's go. You ready to be or not no, no, to no, be? No, you need to pick the scene. Oh, yeah. Do you okay. know what that's from, by the way? Uh, Hamlet. Jay, do you know what that's... That's correct. There that's right. That's right. right. Yeah. yeah, see, I'm a thespian. No, that doesn't make you a thespian. Oh. But you didn't know. Yeah. And I'm impressed by that. <sighs> hey, Jay. Where are you going? Jay, I'm going to pick a fight. Okay, no, we're not doing Braveheart. Oh, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. Hey, Jay, so uh, as far as your experience, because you've done a lot of... Pro- I'm, I'm, you have so many awards and you've done so many productions... I have to imagine you have just worked with some wonderfully skilled actors and singers over the years. Yeah, 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 for sure. When you you look at this guy here, Lunchbox, just to fit looking at him, sometimes you can just see that thing about somebody. Do you see it here? I, I mean, I'm I'm getting like tons of like great street fashion, street vibes, yeah, natural natural talent. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. Street fashion is a good word. Yeah. I don't okay. know what that means, but that means fashion. Yeah, he yeah. said fashion. Okay. I got uh, my style. Jay, what is the scene we're reading from? Oh, Do you know boy. what this is? So this is um, this is this is the scene where Strat um, meets Raven, um, and it's their first like real conversation, and he he sort of reveals something important about himself, um, and. And actually, there's you know there's more than one character in the scene. Bobby, would you mind reading Raven just to help Lunchbox, you know, get into it? Okay, I will be reading Raven here. Lunchbox, you're going to be Strat. Yeah. Okay. Oh man, this looks like it's kind of a romantic scene. Uh, all right, you like can we're, do it. It says on my bed, like we're gonna be in bed together. All right. That's get right. close, Bobby. <laughs> all right. Are you ready, Lunchbox? It says Raven. <laughs> I've not read over this, so I may mess it up. But Lunchbox, you do your thing. Raven said, t- Raven said tenderly. Strat, you here? You okay? I, I can feel your blood in my veins. Raven, I believe it's you. And Yes. And if I fall asleep here tonight, you better get me some satin sheets because I've been sweating gasoline. My dreams are highly flammable and there are parts of my body that just won't stop giving off sparks. See. Okay. okay. Give me a little clap. Hold on, hold on. I got a little something to say here. I got a little something to say. Why did you change words in it? Because I don't know what that word is. 
You said satin. <laughs> Lunchbox said satin sheets, and I was like, that's not in this. It was some big word. What do you I think got it to is? It. I don't. Nobody. Nobody help him. Nobody help him. Do it and say the word. Go. Asbestos. Asbestos Wait. sheets. Huh? A Spanish word? Yeah, go ahead. It's Asbestos. Not, it's not Spanish. What do you think? Go ahead. Say, say it. Just do the line. Do okay. the first up until that okay. part, but say it how you think it is said. Go ahead. And if I fall asleep here tonight, you better get me some asbestos sheets. <laughs> okay. That's not quite it, but you don't know what that is, that word? No, that's a big word. I've never seen that one. <laughs> he changed it to satin. He just threw satin in there. I mean, I admire it. Good, you know, I mean, I had to do something. Quick thinking. Okay. Yeah. Quick, hey, that quick thinking probably gets you a point with the director. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Eddie, do you want to help him with that? With what? The word? <laughs> asbestos? Yeah. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Asbestos. Asbestos? Asbestos? You never heard about asbestos? And like, well, it's like poisoning. Yes, and they had to like take it out of all there the like, house. Yeah. yeah, we had some of that in our parking garage ceiling. Like if you saw it was asbestos <laughs> yeah. falling down. How do you say it? As- asbestos Wait. is how we would say it. Well, yes. Okay, now this is for another time, but th- we've been exposed to that in our parking garage. Yeah, we're all going to die. But anyway, oh. here's Lunchbox for this next. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's what? scene. Lunchbox scene. Nice shot. Yeah, okay. Okay, we're going to get relax. Jay, I'm coming to you now. You heard Lunchbox. What do you think? I, You know, I think you're thinking on your feet lunchbox and i appreciate that a lot i think that's really great asbestos because right because you're putting off sparks and you don't want to catch the bed on fire oh, okay as i fall asleep oh. here tonight you better give me some asbestos sheets because i've been sweating gasoline satin would probably catch on fire <laughs> satin would go- be a problem <laughs> he did go straight satin <laughs> he really did i don't know what satin is either i just know it's a material he I goes, don't think- give me some satan sheets oh no, 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 no. okay satan yeah right. good lunchbox <laughs> good job buddy yes Okay. Yeah, well done. That's Thank the you. first part. Now, I, and I got to tell you, my acting coach is listening right now. She texted me. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> what up? <laughs> Do you want to tell Jay anything about you specifically? <laughs> oh, Jay, let me tell you. Like, I took drama back in seventh grade at Murkison Middle School. Miss Dawson was my teacher. We didn't really do much uh, acting. It was a bunch of goofing off. And then over, uh, you know, COVID, I, I was just sitting at home and I was like, man, I want to start acting classes. I want to make it to Hollywood. I want to become a star. And so I found a class, but they were only meeting online. So we've been doing table reads over Zoom for like a year and a half. And man, it is going excellent. <laughs> Good. That's awesome. Where's your? Where was your school? Uh, in Austin, Texas. Murkison Middle School. We were the Matadors. Yeah. Oh, wow. Middle school. Cool. He didn't know he was going full middle school. <laughs> yeah, right over there on Far West Boulevard. I mean, right across from TCBY Yogurt, Mr. Gaddy's Pizza. Oh. It was amazing. Oh. And Doss Elementary was at the top of the hill, but we were separated by a fence. I didn't go to Doss. Those were the days. Yeah. yeah. I think you've gone a little too far. I have no idea what Miss Dawson is doing now, but she was the drama teacher, and boy... We hey. had a lot of fun in that. Okay, we Jay. That stop, class. stop, stop. Oh. Hey, Jay, it says, it says you're a professor uh, for music and theater arts at MIT. So what? Yeah. what is that? What do you do there? I teach, uh, I teach classes in uh, acting, directing, um, media design. So we do a lot of work with um, emerging technologies. How do you feel about that? Man, MIT. I've been there. You have? I was in Boston one time, and I stayed at a hotel, and it had like sheets that said MIT. That's not you being there. I mean, it's right next door. Oh. Okay. okay. That right. hotel. That's 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 pretty close yeah. to MIT. Uh, mm-hmm. Jay Scheib is on with us, the director. And Dude, thinking so wait about, a minute. Hold he on, has hold time on. to direct in Las Vegas. He has time to teach at MIT. This dude's all over. Well, ask him. Ask him how. Like, how do you do that? I have a lot of frequent flyer miles, and I, I don't sleep a lot. <laughs> this guy's awesome. Hey, let's go. Hey, have you worked in with big actors? Like, do you know any guy? Can you drop some names on me or no? M- mostly theater. Um, Gosh, yeah, I, 
No, but that's okay. Theater's good. Like, you know what I mean? There's a lot of theater people that do great, and I, I can't wait Theater's to be one good, of them. good, you know what I mean. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. This is great. We have, Jake. You remember, he's got to hire you, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, be cool. Be so, cool. We're, let's take you know, I'll take it. I mean, I may want it. I don't know. We'll see. Well, no, no, no. Don't do that either. <laughs> oh, no, no. You're not playing said, hard to get. And he said, play it cool. I said, be cool. Okay. Oh, it's being cool. Jay is on. Jay Shive is on with us, director. Tell me about Bad Out of Hell and just generally what this is. <clears throat> so, Bad Out of Hell is, um, is a kind of like a rock opera musical based on uh based on jim steinman and meatloaf's eponymous album right Meet, uh, bad out of hell which i which for a long time was like the second most selling album of all time um so it's like basically basically the the story revolves around strat and raven um who fall madly in love um sort of love at first sight at a at a street protest and um, let's just say her dad is not into it. Um, and so what ensues is a kind of kind of rock and roll Romeo and Juliet um, story in which um, it's just sort of like one mad adventure after another set against these amazing, amazing songs. Nice. And speaking of songs, wow, wow. it's that part of the audition. Lunchbox. This is crazy. What? I mean, Strat is the main character. And you see who I read? Strat. Uh-huh. I'm up for the big role. This is awesome. I didn't know I was going to be the main guy. Well, I think you're just reading something from the the production. Well, but oh, this I don't is, know. I'm not that. I have nothing to do with this. I don't know. I'm just trying to set your expectations. This is crazy. I am going to have the lead. No, no, you, 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 you haven't even. Okay, stop. Oh my gosh. Now I got nervous. Take okay, a, now I'm a little nervous. <laughs> I, I, woo. Lunchbox. Are you ready to, to do the song? Uh, yeah. Can he? Can you mute him so he can't hear me? Can he, I, yeah, hold on. Let me mute him. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. Why are you? Oh, hold on. Him? Hold on. What? He's muted. Go ahead. I've never heard this song. I don't know this part. What do you like, mean? I don't know how it goes. But like, you, no one told you you were singing the. I told. I even told you you were singing the last part of it, even you, on the air. Uh, <laughs> I said. You, I said you were doing the original, the the ending, of that song. I not the part you sing about the motorcycle. Oh. I've been practicing the motorcycle. No, no, but I told you that wasn't it. <laughs> the battering ram, whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, you can turn it back up. Okay. Just do whatever. Okay, so. Lunchbox, you're going to sing here. Ray, play me the ending to the song yeah, that Lunchbox is going to sing. You've probably done, done this a lot of times. I mean, let me tell you, that's like right in my wheelhouse. Yeah, you've been practicing, uh, yeah. practicing a lot. Practicing a lot. Let me yeah. tell you, Jay, I've been practicing at home. This song is like on my top playlist. Okay. Awesome. And so, uh, Jay, <laughs> will you tell Lunchbox exactly what he needs to do in this song performance? <gasps> So in this particular moment, uh, Strat has been pursued by the police um, with Raven on the back of his motorcycle. She like says, stop, stop. I got to get off. I got to go back. I got to try to stop them. And she takes off and he thinks I've lost everything. And so he just goes on a tear and um, flies off a cliff and and crashes. Um, And um, and basically his. He's so upset, his heart flies out of his chest. Yeah, you're emotional. You're emotional. Yeah. There's huge, like, singing him with emotion. Flames, flames yeah, flame. confetti. It's just complete madness on stage. Obsestos sheets. No, you're not singing about asbestos <laughs> anymore. <laughs> that's a later scene. Yeah, that's later. <laughs> hey, Ray, so what do we have for Lunchbox as far as an instrumental? Yep. Is it of the final part that he's doing? Yep. Yeah. And how much time in front of when he starts? 
It's literally, it'll give you like that, and then boom, that's when you hit the first line. Well, let's try it as a practice here. Go oh, ahead. Oh, I got it. And I'm down at the bottom of a pit of the blazing sun. Okay, good. You got it. You got it. Now you're ready. Jay, are, Jay, are you ready? That's awesome. Yeah, let's All right, here we go. Here we go, Jay. Here is get Lunchbox. Ready. Lunchbox, when you get to those high C's, just like go for it. I don't see any C's on there, but... This is a high notes. Just go for it. Oh. Belt it out. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's no, like, high C, like the letter C. Yeah, I was like, I don't see any C's. Okay, got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Okay. Ray, are you ready? Which Lunchbox, one, are you ready? Hey, which one were the high ones? The high ones. The ones that are high. And the one goes, hi. <laughs> like a bat out of hell. Oh, like a bat out of hell. Oh, oh like a bat out of hell. I'll be gone with the morning yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so, so uh, is, oh my gosh. This what? Is, oh my gosh, what? This is how you win uh, Tony's. <laughs> that? Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's how it starts. I'm surprised okay. he knows what a Tony is. I'm I do. Honest Me with too. You. Okay. He researched. Uh, Guys, come on. You don't think I know my musicals? Come on now. Jay, so we're obviously not going to put you on the spot right now. You have a lot to watch. We're going to get you this tape as well from in the studio. But Lunchbox said, oh, we have, we have one more thing I'm being told. Oh. oh, we have one more thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. You want more? Okay. Well, I'll Jay, give you more. Jay, what else do you need from us? So one more small bit, because, you know, there's also there's another part that I think is also potentially really well suited to you, which is more comedy, actually. It's like a great comic role. And in this in this particular scene, um, Raven, the daughter, has um, basically like thrown a can of gasoline into a convertible and lit it on fire. And the character that you would play is is performing in an orchestra, which gets ex- sort of exploded. And so your Stradivarius trombone <laughs> gets <laughs> smashed and you like walk down on stage and just in, in, in three sentences, you scream at the actors for being, you know, for messing up your trombone. And all that I really need is like, I need you to mention your manager or your agent. Like I'm going to call my agent or your union. I'm going to call the union or just anything along that. And one mention of like, look what you did to my trombone. That's it. And the rest, and the rest is all you just three, three or four sentences. Yeah. Okay. Let him have it. Uh, Maybe an action. So you don't want to start. Yeah. I'm going to, do you know what you're doing? Yeah, I, I, I'm going to yell at someone for messing up my trombone. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. And I got to talk about my agent and the union. And <laughs> or, either or, or, or. but this is okay. the same. Yeah. Okay, ready. Or both. Here we go. Lunchbox okay. now trying to get the roll okay. uh, in Bad Out of Hell. Three, two, action. You idiots! You messed up my trombone! I'm going to get my agent on the phone, and you, oh yes you, you moron, you're going to have to Western Union me some money because I no longer have a trombone to play, and I can't believe it. Now, I'm going to burn down your house! Whoa. Oh, I seen. Oh, wow. my goodness. Oh, my goodness. That was actually really good. Western Union. See, I got Well, Jay held his heart. Jay held his heart. Wait, Union? Different way. Western Union. Western Union? That's over the top. That's right. So good. Jay held his heart. He was so moved by that. This is great. Okay, Lunchbox. Anything you want to say, but we've used so much of Jay's time, and he's got to decide if he's going to give you the role. But Jay, you- I know you got to go teach at MIT. You got you got to decide on this, and you're going to have the, all the pictures out of people who you're going to cast, and just know that I am the man. Like you're going to have a lot of people to choose from, but I really think I'm going to bring what you need. 
I'm going to be like a bat out of hell. I will memorize oh, these come lines. On. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Come on. Hey, Jay, I can just That's see it so now. Good. I can awesome. see it now. Jay, lunchbox in Las Vegas, sitting at the Eiffel Tower right there in Paris, sipping on a cocktail and just talking about, man, bat out of hell. I can't believe we got nominated for a Tony. Cheers. <laughs> yep. That's it. All right. There he see. is. Uh, famous director, Jay Shot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Does he think I have what it goes to go to MIT too? Yeah, I was watching his. Wait, face he's going to invite you to MIT. I don't think that that happens. I here. think a professor can do that. I don't think that happens here. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so we're, we're going to give Jay some. We're going to send him all the tape, and we're going to hear from him early next week, probably Monday Ooh. or Tuesday, at the latest. Oh man, and we will hear if you got the role. This is going to okay? be a busy weekend for me. No sleep. Okay. Because I'm going to be just like pacing. I'm going to be practicing. I'm going to be practicing like, then I'm down in okay. the bottom of a we pit of the Jay, yeah, we got it. We got it. Jay, thank you so much for your time, and we will talk to you early next week, okay? Thank you. All right, thank there he you. is. Jay Shive, everybody. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. That's it, y'all. Thanks for hanging out and listening to the best bits, just the bits. Make sure if you want to check out part one, it's a interview with me. Not really. It's more of a conversation with myself while you guys listen. And I hope you guys also answered some of the questions I asked because otherwise I'm sitting in a room talking to myself, but that's okay too. I'm just glad you're here. Thank you for listening to the best bits in its entirety and every weekend, sharing it with your friends, posting about it. I just love y'all so much. Thank you. Have a fabulous weekend. Bye. Yes, Bobby Bones. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800 3334 for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.